the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Do, 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 do. Scuba, doo, doo. Oh, hello there. Thanks for joining us for this two-hour broadcast on what we call Come Together San Diego. If you're uh, in your traditional uh, home environment, pull up a chair, pull up a stool, get ready to listen to some amazing, stirring things. But if you're in your car, don't pull up no chair, don't pull up no stool, just keep your eyes on the road ahead and just enjoy the program. And if you're listening to this uh, as a broadcast uh, from another location and you've access your smartphone or smart devices, enjoy it as well. My listening friend, this is promising to be one of the, uh, what do I want to say, one one of the wildest rides that we've taken on Come Together San Diego because of the topic. This is a topic that many people uh, in the Christian faith have many different points of view on. And so we're going to tackle this uh, from a scriptural standpoint and see what becomes of it. Let me give you a scripture that I oftentimes use. It says in in Acts 17, it says, receive all things with readiness of mind, and then search the scriptures daily to see if these things are so. We're going to give you some things on the topic of what I would call modern prophets and prophecies, but I've expanded it also modern apostolic and uh, and what their role is in the last J's church as well. As I say, take notes and pay close attention because we're going to be filled with uh, different insights on this and see why this Ephesians uh, chapter 4, verse is so important today, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. We're going to deal with that right between the eyes, and I have one of those right between the eyes beloved friends, Candy McAlpine, on with me. Hey, Candy. Hey, Kaz. How are you? <laughs> We're fine. I, I met Candy a year or two ago, and she's you know she has the graying hair like I do. We, we call it sophistication. And uh, mm-hmm. and she's a, she's a woman. This is one of the ones who you don't want to challenge scripture against because she'll go, oh yeah, but scripture says this. I, I, she is remarkable, and she has such a working knowledge of scripture. And she is a prophetic teacher, and she is an anointed prophet of the Lord as well. She lives in would you call it uh, Central uh, California, Candy? I live in the geographical coolest state uh, in Oakhurst, about 20 minutes from the gate to Yosemite National Park up in the High Sierras. Well, the High Sierras. Well, God bless you and everybody who dwells within your circumference. I'm sure many of the believers there know that you're one of the go-to people, especially with prophetic insights. So, you know, it was fun for you and I to connect before the show and your heart cry. Let's do a show about uh, modern prophets and prophecy. And I said, Candy, that is a fantastic idea. You bring the guests, and we'll do the show. Because I said, Candy, you're not a guest. You're a co-host. So Candy said, (laughs) and what did Candy say? 
Oh, my goodness. Okay, sure. You can do this. <laughs> she stuttered a little bit and said, oh, okay. Yes. And, uh, and so she's brought on some amazing people who travel very comfortably yes. in not only uh, the apostolic perspective, but also the prophetic perspective. And we're going to dig into scriptures, and we're going to dig into uh, what people in the past have thought about prophets and apostles. Are they for today? Are they not for today? And what are their purposes? We're going to discover those things, so I want you to take copious notes. And Candy, uh, this why is the, the whole idea of prophecy and the apostolic important to you as, an, as a, a prophetic teacher? Well, from, from I've been walking with the Lord, it'll be 50 years next August. In the first 10 years, I was adamantly opposed to anything of really spiritual nature, even as a Christian. I, I was saved uh, um, in, a, in a stream that, that didn't even discuss it, so I didn't know. And it was really through an encounter with the Word just one day um, in my own study, and he took me to a passage in Corinthians, and it said, do not forbid to speak in tongues. And I was like, oops. Yeah. How do I erase that? How do I erase that from the yeah. Bible? <laughs> exactly. And so that kind of opened the door and it's it's been years of process and and really I I've said so many times the way God has dealt with me and my walk with him is he doesn't, you know, I don't go looking. He picks me up by the nap of my neck and goes over and clops me down and says, Okay, here's your time. We're gonna do this here. I love it. And he did that with me, um, uh, bringing me into relationship with uh, Chuck Pierce and Dr. Peter Wagner. Um, I was on. I was asked to be on his ministry team and intercessors team for the spiritual warfare conferences around the country. And and from there, I began to learn. I didn't know anything about the prophetic. I didn't know anything about the apostolic. So again, he dropped me in there to train and equip me and teach me through the quality teaching of so many yes. um, so many people. I, I don't even want to go through the list, but I learned so much. I mean, Mike Bickle, the first time he was he was heard. Um, so many others that, that have been walking it out and now began to teach upon it. And Peter Wagner was an amazing teacher. Yes. And then and then I got exposed to uh, Bishop Bill Hammond and through through a process again, God's divine God brought me into relationship, and then my husband and I were ordained with Christian International over 20 years ago. Oh, so, so that, is, that the, the, is that the yeah. uh, ministry into which you are ordained, or ordained Christian International Churches? Christian International Ministries, Ministries yes. Under yes. Yes. Well, that's remarkable. And you, you, in fact, through the show, we're going to be <laughs> bringing on a couple uh, very uh, proven apostolic and prophetic oh, voices wow. throughout. So why don't you give a little tease here? We've got a couple minutes in this segment. Who are we going to be bringing on through this show, Candy McAlpine? First will be Apostle Gail Sheehan. He oversees all of the CI churches in the United States. He is um, apostolic and prophetic, and... Uh, he is my overseer as I oversee the CI churches in California, and he um, has been walking with with us for over 20 years, and an amazing man with an incredible testimony, with incre- incredible revelation, and I know that he's going to bring bring to the listeners 
things that they hadn't even thought about. Yes. He is uh, a, a man, gentle, Midwestern boy, farm boy. <laughs> and um, he lives uh, in Florida, he and Shelley. And then uh, Postle Vance Russell. Postle Vance oversees all the CI churches from the, west of from Mississippi. The, uh, Mississippi. So that's us. Yeah, that is, that is. <laughs> We're going to have such a good time, you know, and those, those guys are coming oh, in, yeah. in in the f- future parts of the show. We've got a two-hour broadcast, and uh, we'll give plenty of time to each one of those two. And one of the things that we're going to talk about is for you listeners who are not really aware of or comfortable about the whole prophetic mantle or the whole apostolic mantle. We're going to talk about that, but even beyond the talking about it, we are going to illustrate it. These men, and Candy as well, are coming armed, shall I say, with things that the Holy Spirit has told them about what's going on in the now and what shall be going on into the future. And as I say uh, oftentimes with you, receive these things with readiness of mind, then search the scriptures to see if they're so, but also search the newspapers and the news <laughs> to see if these are coming to pass as well. An exciting time, Candy McAlpine. We've got about one more minute here before we take a commercial break. Any quick thoughts before we go to the commercial break? And then we'll begin introducing your guests. Okay. Anything you I want to share? I just want to put this in the listeners' minds to begin with, and that is that Father God has always spoken since the beginning of time. In creation, he spoke. He spoke the the, the earth. He spoke the seeds. He spoke light. He spoke to man. He spoke to animals. He is a communicator, and he could have done anything he wanted, but he chose to use us, that which he had created and wanted relationship with, to be his ambassadors of what he was saying that would build up and in, in three different realms, which we'll talk about, what what he wanted to do in the earth that would bring glory and honor not only to his son, Jesus Christ, but that we would be the example that and the ambassadors that would help to bring many into the kingdom. It's still about souls. I love it. Now, you know, ladies and gentlemen, why I brought Kenny McAlpine on. She, 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 she just presents the gospel just by everyday conversation. That's just who she is. And uh, she is she's well a, a water spout of wisdom. She's a, a water spout of prophetic insights. And we're not only going to tap into that water spout, we're going to tap into some other water spouts that are going to give you further definition of what the whole apostolic and the whole prophetic mantle is. Uh, has to do with and why we cannot not only live in these days, but we cannot thrive in these days as well. So Candy McAlpine and some of her guests and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. Yes, indeed, we are back with a captivating topic. Actually, it's two topics blended together. We're going to not only talk about the need for the prophetic, I didn't say pathetic, I said prophetic in these last days, and also the need for the apostolic mentality you know a lot of people uh, uh, cringe a little bit you know some of the some of the denominations have taught over decades that the apostles were not for today and the prophets are not for today I want to give you a little bit different frame of reference as I bring back on my co-host for this two-hour broadcast Candy McAlpine hey Candy 
Well, I'm going to just kind of lay this out to you guys, and then I'm going to have Candy introduce our first of a couple uh, guests that are going to speak into this in greater detail as well. Candy, one of the things that I've seen about the prophetic and the apostolic is a, a matter of uh, definitions. And so a lot of times people, you know, they have this preconceived notion about the prophet or the apostle, and they go, how can these things be? Those are kind of big words, and they are seeded with explosives. <laughs> you know, they have uh, landmines within them. One of the things I like to do, Candy, and you can give it your input as you introduce our first guest, and that is, I changed the verbiage just a little bit. You know, the, uh, the guys who are coming against the Judeo-Christian values, their biggest strength is redefining, you know, different words that we felt comfortable with. And one of the things that are da- the danger with Christians is we add wor- different uh, definitions into words uh, and we make them mean something that really is not intended to mean. When I think yeah. about the people that are, have a prophetic bent, it's simply people whom God has been, been who've been comfortable with God to open their ears and to hear what He's saying and to be able to transmit those words and thoughts into uh, words and thoughts for other people that surround them to embrace. This is, I mean, it's not much more than having that uh, intimate relationship with God and being able to voice those things that are. Spoken in your ear. Now, of course, there are different levels okay. of the prophetic, and we'll talk about those as we go on. And then the apostolic people go, "Oh, well, uh, the, you know, the, the you know, John was the last apostle. He died out in uh, you know, hundred A.D. or whenever it was that he passed away. Therefore, there are no more apostles. Forget about the word apostle if you want. You just go with a, a person that has a, a a bent or an anointing for actually ministering horizontally with other people after hearing what God says vertically. That's 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 really the apostolic, and I mean the uh, the yeah the apostolic, because it's 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 kind of like the scripture of Ephesians. It says God gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Here we are, we're believers. We need to go on into God, and God installs different people at different levels to help us get there. And if you start to tag different interpretations of these words, you're missing the point. And he thought on that, and then I'm going to use this as a springboard for you to okay. interview to interview and introduce our first guest candy thoughts well first of all the the problem i think is that there is this mentality that that these are titles ah they're not titles whatsoever you know just it, it is not something that just happens it it takes a life it takes a, a lifetime apostles and prophets go, go through a 25 to 30 year process of being of being prepared, uh, because I'm 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 a believer and strong advocate of the word as I know you are. I want to just lay the foundation from that Ephesians four passage, and yes. I want to look at first verse nine. Uh, Paul's talking to the church at Ephesus, and he says, "Notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world, and the same one who descended." is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. Now, what he begins to say next is in correlation with that. The fivefold of apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, and teacher, that we are those ones to fill the entire universe with himself. That's good, Kenny. Now, these, now these are the gifts. Now, we're talking about tangible things. We're talking about people. Now, these are the gifts Christ, this is an extension of Jesus Christ himself, the office of prophet. He gave himself to the church, and he gave apostles, prophets, the evangelists, 
and the shepherds and teachers. Now, our responsibility, our job is not to prophesy, is not to build churches, it's not to evangelize, it's not to teach, it's not to evangelize. He said, our job, the, the uh, extension of Jesus Christ in the office of Apostle, Prophet, Evangelist, Pastor, and Teacher, Jesus is the fullness. He's it all. He's the top. That's why Paul said first, he ascended, he had descended, he, he left, but this is what he said, I'm, I'm giving a piece of myself to serve. We're at the bottom. We're not at the top. Mm. It's not about authority and being power and being this. It's about serving the body of Christ mm. as Christ did. So yes. their responsibility, and this is the key, their responsibility, their responsibility <laughs> is to, <laughs> sometimes we have to hear it more than once, is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. And this will continue until we all Ooh. come to such unity in our faith. Hello? Come on. Do this right now? In our faith and knowledge of God's Son, that we will be mature yes. in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then... We will no longer be immature like children. I'll stop. Ooh, well, that, but my listening friend, I, I hope you're paying close attention. You know, a lot of times we think people, you know, they adorn themselves with the, the role or the title of, I'm a prophet, I'm an apostle. But the truth of the matter is you mm -hmm. can tell who they are by how they undergird the body of Christ. That's really the bottom line on it. Some people, yes. God has given this authority to do these things in deeper ways, but he doesn't do this to say, look how great you are. It's look how much of a servant's heart you have. And it yes. goes from there. Which really opens the door for us to interview uh, and have you introduce our first guest. This is a person who not only is identified in those means, but also lives the life. So why don't Amen. you introduce our first guest, Candy McAlpine, and we'll just rock and roll from here. And what I'm going to have you do, Candy, is because have I mentioned to you that you're not a guest, that you're a co-host? Have I mentioned that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to actually invite you to do the bulk of the interviewing, and I might just come in and do, as we say, color commentary. Oh, oh, uh, not not to worry, but why don't you introduce our first call-in okay. guest, Candy McAlpine. All right. I'll I'm, I'm so honored, as any time I introduce Apostle Bea Sheehan to the body of Christ, that this truly is a man who is not only a prophet, but is an apostle, and who serves the body relentlessly, he and his wife, Shelley. They're into our family, and I could go on and on and on. They are, they are family to our family for many years, and they have sacrificed for us. They have poured into us. They have been there for us. They have prayed for us. They have been the examples of Jesus Christ. And Apostle Gail and Shelley, they oversee all of the CI churches and ministries, those who are licensed or ordained with Christian International under Bishop Bill Hammond yes. uh, in the entire United States. Yes. So I, I want to give him full time to share and speak uh, 
into California. He knows he, he comes to California because I bug him all the time. You got to come to California. <laughs> and he begrudgingly says, "Okay, should I bring my swimsuit and my uh, Hawaiian shirt?" <laughs> no, he goes. No, he goes. He goes camping in the high country. That's, oh, okay, that's okay. Uh, Apostle Gail Sheehan, uh, help me help me understand how to properly uh, introduce to speak of you. Should I just call you Apostle Gail, or should I call you Gail Sheehan? Gail, either way it's fine. Okay, because yeah, a, a lot it's of times people, get, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But people get hung up on those things, so I, I, I get hung yeah. up on them as well. So, uh, yeah. as, as you can tell from your dear sweet friend Kenny McAlpine, she handed the baton to you. We've got a couple minutes in this segment, but do not worry because we're coming back with you in other segments as well. So, uh, what we're going to do, Candy, is what we say: hand the baton over to Apostle Gail Sheehan. So what, what you've heard, uh, Apostle Gail, where do you want to take this, and what are your thoughts, knowing the kind of audience that we're speaking to? Okay, first of all, uh, I so love Candy. She's such a dear friend, so it's great <laughs> to hear her voice tonight, and, and she builds me up way beyond where I should be every time I That's right. she introduces and, 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 and me. Let's just, say, that. <laughs> let's just say she's not timid, shall we? Can we, can we agree on that? No. Yeah, but Kaz, it's very good to be with you tonight, and and I think one of the first things that you hit on a real key, and that is uh, many of us in the body of Christ have different terminologies that we've used for years that may not mean the same thing. And so when someone speaks of a certain thing, to one it may mean something totally different than what it means to another. Yes. And the bottom line is really the word for church uh, in the Bible. A lot of times when in the past, I think when we, when we thought of church, we thought of a building, we may have thought of a service, uh, we may have thought of something uh, that goes along with that. But the actual word for church uh, in the New Testament uh, is the word ecclesia, and it means the ones that are called out to govern and to rule with Jesus. And so that includes every fivefold ministry office, uh, every saint, and every believer. And so part of the great revelation, I believe, that's coming to the church today is that if uh, you are a believer, that you have the ability to hear God's voice. And yes. so one of the unique callings of prophets uh, is actually to help believers uh, activate that in their own lives, uh, help them to understand the voice of the Lord, uh, to begin to discern the difference between kind of our own voice and those thoughts that run in our own mind versus that when God speaks to us, uh, and uh, he will speak many times key things uh, yes. that will set a course and set a direction. That's and right. so I think one of the things that's happening in the church at large is we're beginning to understand that we're a multi-membered body, <laughs> and each one has its own part. To Come play. on. And, and one of the things that uh, Bishop Hammond, who's the founder of CI and been in ministry for 66 years, says, it's not so important what part you play, uh, but what is more important is how well you play your part. Ooh, that is so good. Can we use that as can we use that as a springboard into not only the commercial break, to, but to come back out of? You've set the stage. You've what we say with the appetite of our listeners. Now, let's in, in, after we come back from the commercial break, would you be so kind as not only to further extrapolate that on, on that, but also use that as a springboard into some prophetic and apostolic uh, directives that God may have given you to share with our listeners. Would you be so f- kind to do that, Apostle Gail? 
I would love to do that. Well, very well. That means, Candy, what we say in the in the uh, radio business, it's time for a commercial break. So Candy McAlpine and Apostle Gail Sheehan and I, guess what? We'll be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Greg Hendricks, Rock Church, East County. God is doing a wonderful work in the city of San Diego and all over the world. He's uniting the hearts of the people, but most importantly, he's drawing us back to what our original purpose is, to love each other. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And hello again. Thank you for... uh waiting and listening and here we have returned and i'm with my co-host candy mcalpine she's a prophetic teacher she's a leader from central california and uh, we're talking with our first of a couple guests you can call him apostle gail or you can call him gail sheehan or you can call him hello sir whatever you want to call him he'll answer to that but it's not necessarily the title it's the 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 office or the uh the undergirdings that god has put on a person's life so you can actually pretty much tell who they are by the words they speak and the actions they show you so that that's really a real key in the body of christ here god's given each person a different calling and so you know the the calling he's given you may have a title it may not even have a title it may just go by this is a person that i just love spending time with that's not a bad uh, that's not a bad title as well candy we we've, we've continued <laughs> we're continuing our chat with apostle gail sheehan and i'm going to let you uh, kind of direct the, the the questions and comments and i'll do color commentary i always say that and i always jump in and make myself obnoxious but we'll do we, we'll deal with it accordingly candy go ahead well, I just I know that I know the insight that that Gail has for the body of Christ, and um, I don't want to take any of his time. I want him to have as much time to be able to share what God has revealed to him and where you know where we are today. Yes, yes. And before we jump in, Gail, would you are you available to stay a little bit longer just than our predetermined time with us? Yes, I am. Oh, very yes, good. So. Uh, uh, engineer Thomas, uh, we're going to have uh, Vance Russell, uh, Apostle Vance Russell, come in, but we'll but we will have him. Uh, he can stay on the line, and we'll bring him in just maybe just a little bit later on. He'll have the a bulk of the program to actually communicate. But I, I don't want to take any of the time that uh, Apostle G- Gail has for words of wisdom and encouragement Amen. for us. Anyway, Candy, uh, thank you for making the introduction and the question. Now, assuming. Apostle Gale, you can remember the question. <laughs> Jump on in. Do I get two answers on these? <laughs> well, but the answers have to be A, B, or C. But other than that, that's okay. okay. Multiple choice. I'm good. That's good. All right, Candy. Uh, well, I just think um, we're in a key time in the body of Christ, uh, obviously in our nation. And we need to have the prophetic voice of the Lord coming to the U.S. in this season. Uh, you know, John the Baptist, when it talks about him in the, in the book of John, it said that he was the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. And so he was really a lone prophet in the wilderness, making a way for Jesus to come in his ministry. 
And today, there's a whole company of prophets uh, that are called to do that very thing, uh, to make straight the way of the Lord and prepare a pathway actually for Jesus to return at that appointed time. And so I think we see the maturing coming to our church uh, and the church today in unique ways. Uh, Over uh, this last about uh, 70 years, there's been key times where God really reinstated office giftings. And the first time was the healing of angels in the 40s and 50s. Uh, Pastors began to be raised up in the 60s. Uh, Many independent churches uh, were uh, set on courses then. Uh, In the 70s, we had the strong Word of Faith movement with uh, the Kenneth Copelands and uh, Kenneth Hagans and Fred Price. And and so uh, there were many great Word of the Lord teachers that came on board. And then in the 80s, there was a prophetic movement that began, and there began to be an awakening of this need for the prophetic and preparing a way, actually, for the apostolic uh, to be set in place in the 90s. And so we really feel that all of those have been set back in the church now for the maturing uh, that needs to happen uh, for our nation. Uh, It's exciting to uh, hear and see that uh, the prophetic word of the Lord is uh, finding place in high government levels. Uh, The word of the Lord, I know, is coming uh, to President Trump. Uh, Bishop Harry Jackson's a good friend of RCI Ministries, and he meets regularly with uh, President Trump and really brings that voice of the Lord, I know, to him. And I think uh, just what recently happened with the uh, rescheduling of a rally because of Juneteenth happened because of of, uh, really uh, Bishop Harry Jackson and other voices arising to really begin to try to bring a healing to the body of Christ. You know, I'm going to share something here. I've never shared anywhere else. The Lord just spoke this to me over the last day. And that was that uh, in the body of Christ, there's actually has been spiritual racism. And uh, many with a certain calling would shun those of other callings and giftings because it didn't fit with the image uh, that they had. And so I believe that the Lord really wants to, number one, bring healing to the body of Christ at large, because really the Church is the answer for the U.S., for the nations of the earth. Uh, The prophetic voice of the Lord, when it comes, it brings light. It says in uh, the book of John uh, that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness doesn't comprehend it. Uh, And the word Mm -hmm. for voice there, uh, John the Baptist, is actually the word that has to do with theo, it's called, uh, which means shining. And so as the prophetic voice of the Lord comes, there becomes new light to shine candy. And I know that you have such a passion for California, and uh, we have really uh, labored and co-labored there from north to south. And we believe that uh, California's position for a great awakening that will coincide yeah. with really the outpouring of the Spirit mm. that God has for today. Oh, and uh, I believe that we, you know, we're some uh, that are called to prepare that way. I believe when that outpouring comes, it says it won't just be for believers, but will be for unbelievers as well. But I also believe that it's going to be a great outpouring for the Jewish uh, nation uh, of Israel, Mm -hmm. uh, and that there's going to be some awakening that will happen uh, throughout that land of a recognition of uh, the Messiah in ways that 
uh, they've never seen before. So I think we're in some exciting times uh, this year uh, for what God wants to do. But obviously it's also true that there's a great warfare going on and that the enemy is really battling the church in this season. Uh, There's really a confrontation of light and darkness happening in the earth today, uh, and we need to really recognize that. And and one of the things I just shared with someone recently was that our strongest relationships uh, really should be with others in the body of Christ. That should supersede any national relationships, supersede uh, any ethnic relationships, and that first and foremost, we should see ourselves as Christians with a calling. And we also see something very exciting, and that is there's an awakening, not just within the fivefold ministers, uh, but within what we call the seven mountains of society, that individuals are recognizing that they're called to start businesses and to pioneer in government and in the entertainment industry. And, you know, we've seen Kanye West over this last year or so shake up Hollywood uh, in a very powerful way. <laughs> yes, indeed. Amen. I think we're going to see more things like that. God's going to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh, uh, and I think we're in that season. And uh, the fivefold ministry has kind of prepared the way for that, but especially the prophetic has been a uh, called to really, it has an anointing for breakthrough, it has an anointing to cause light to shine in places of darkness, and I think that we're seeing that happen. Uh, at one season of time, I think the prophetic kind of got a little bit of a, maybe a bad name yes. uh, in local churches because there were like some lone prophets that were not really accountable to anybody uh, and that they caused problems in a local church and would, uh, when they left, you know, the pastor had to deal with a lot of situations. So uh, we believe that true prophets are accountable, that they're humble, and really that the, the apostle and prophet are the foundations oh for my. the church. Yes, and yes. things are built upon Jesus, the cornerstone, mm-hmm. but then uh, the apostles and prophets are called to really lay their lives down uh, so that the church can be built. Uh, one, It's kind of funny, one of the actually words for apostle or uh, the connotation was apostles were called the scum of the earth anointing in Scripture. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> well, well, you know, we're, we're at a commercial break here, but way to okay. go, uh, way to go, Apostle Sheehan. You, you've you uh, stirred us up. Now you have to speak into these things in greater detail when we come back. But I, I want to, I'm going to set the stage here, and then when we come back, I want you and Candy McAlpine to ponder this, and I want you to jump into that, but also I want you to be prepared to give some real spiritual instruction instructions on where the church is and where we need to be. Just a very quick overview of my take on this, and you can straighten me out after the commercial break. I give you a commercial break to think about it. But it seems to me back in the day when the, you know, the original Book of Acts chapter 2 church was going on, the full function of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher were going on. And then when, uh, when the church moved from a place called Jerusalem to a place called Rome, things began dropping off, particularly the intimate relationship between 
between Jew and Gentile, but also the relationship between apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teachers for the edification and the building of the church. In fact, two of those five went away fairly quickly. And guess what those two were? Those two were the apostle and, and the prophet. And much of that is because those were the ones who had the real intimate ear to the ground to hear what the Lord was saying and to institute that into the body of Christ. And if there's an influence that wants to take away that, you take away the mouthpiece and the earpiece that uh, is communicating that, and you can leave the other three, the uh, you know the, the teacher and the evangelist and, and the pastor, and if they don't have that input from the vertical, then, you know, then they're in a fix. And so what the enemy was trying to do is to uh, weaken the church by taking away these two vital components in the fivefold ministry. And here we are today, and God is restoring not only the fivefold ministry, but he's also restoring the Jew and the Gentile as this one new man. So I, I, I guess I kind of seeded that you can be dwelling on this during the commercial break, and you can set me straight. Both you, uh, Apostle Gil Sheehan, and Candy McAlpine can set me straight when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, uh, hang on for a second. I need to clean my hands. My hands got a little greasy in uh, opening up the cap of the fire hydrant, and now it's flowing freely. (laughs) And so I I have to give uh, co-host Candy McAlpine, prophetic teacher, and Apostle Gail Sheehan uh, the stage, because I kind of, I tossed a bunch of stuff, spouted a bunch of stuff, and and I want you to give some insights on that. We love Israel around here. We love Israel. Amen. And we also love the yeah. church. And one of the things that, that, Apostle, what you said, it really captured my heart. And you said the church right now is going through its own version of spiritual racism. My goodness. Yeah. So, Candy, <laughs> see, this is Kaz making a mess and say, Candy, clean it up. I'll be back in uh, 10 minutes. So <laughs> there you go, Candy. I'm going to hand it off to you to, to hand it off to the Apostle Gail Sheehan. <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad that you gave us that fresh word uh, that uh, Apostle Gail and I totally, totally agree. It's yeah, it's going to grow. Yeah, but so go. go for it. Finish. Okay, well, uh, Kaz, I think you hit on some key things. Of course, it says uh, you know the uh, Jewish heart was hardened for a season of time, so that yes. he is the Gentiles can be grafted in, uh, and of course that's happened. Uh, one of the scriptures that has puzzled me for many years is Romans eleven twenty six uh, that says, "So all Israel will be saved." Ooh, yes, uh, it is. That, and I've been just pondering on that in the last few days. And uh, I, what I felt the Lord say was that this outpouring of the Spirit that's coming uh, will touch Israel in a way that that potential to be saved will be there. Uh, for all of the Jewish culture. Uh, you mentioned a little bit about reform. Of course, in the book of Acts was really the first reformation of the church, and the 120 in the upper room after the outpouring of the Spirit uh, become became empowered uh, to evangelize and really to turn the cities upside down yes. right then. Uh, and then the second Reformation happened with Martin Luther when yes. he realized that just could be lived by faith and you can be born again and everyone can read the Bible and understand it. Uh, and now we believe that we're in what we call the third and final apostolic reformation. 
And we believe that that's actually going to lead up to the time when it says all of the kingdoms of the earth shall become the kingdoms of the Lord. Now, how much of that happens before Jesus returns and how much after, uh, I think is up for questioning <laughs> at this point. Uh, but at least we're to be moving uh, toward that vein. Sure. Uh, Shelly and I were just in Israel uh, last November and uh, we're throughout kind of the land, Sea of Galilee, and and uh, uh, some different uh, spots that have been there before. Uh, uh, but I but I did have a funny story that happened, and that was I was downtown in in the old city, and there was a brand new McDonald's that had opened, uh, and. Uh, so I go. I went into this McDonald's and, of all things, ordered a cheeseburger. All right, uh, and it was a kosher McDonald's. Yes. Uh, no bacon. Never <laughs> any meat and milk. So I, I didn't get a, a warm welcome with that order, but I, I changed it. <laughs> but uh, we're seeing some great things happen in the church, I think. And uh, at the same time, the enemy, I think, knows his time is short. Oh yes. And so. We're seeing an escalation of the warfare, um, and I was just really thinking about some of the things in the U.S. and how depravity has touched in so many ways, and uh, people's minds are, uh, you know, falling into really a state of depravity and and uh, darkness. And but at that very same time, uh, the church is going to rise and shine. And I know you believe that, Candy, uh, for California board for many years. Yes, yes, yes. Can I, can I, we have about three or four minutes left in this segment, but I, I want to honor your time, uh, Apostle Yoshian, as well. And we also have in, in the rafters ready to jump on in, uh, Apostle Vance Russell as well. But would you, would you kind of take the apostolic and a prophetic hat, but also the, 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 the hat of a, one who embraces the body of Christ? And I, would you like to speak to our listeners, not only as a voice of consolation, but also a voice of encouragement in the, uh, I'm, Candy, let's just kind of hand this to Apostle Gill for the next three minutes or so, and let's see where he okay. takes this, and we'll use that as our springboard to get into other things. Candy, is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, Apostle Gail Sheehan, why don't you lay it on us? Okay. All right. Well, I just feel like I'd just like to pray and make a decree over every listener uh, that's tuned in uh, this evening, uh, and that uh, to encourage them in the hope of their calling. Uh, it says that God doesn't want us to be without understanding in the hope of our calling and the power that he's given us to be more than conquerors. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just decree over every listener tonight that there will be an awakening in this season. Father, that there will be a hearing of your voice as never before. Father, that there will be a desire to prophesy. Your word says Mm. that every believer can covet or desire to prophesy. And so, Lord, I pray for many that are called to the prophetic, to the apostolic, as well as the pastors and teachers and evangelists, that there would be an awakening in this season. And Father, I make a decree over California and the West Coast. Uh, that the enemy shall not have his way. And, Father, I bind the forces of violence that would try to stir within the cities. Father, I bind the lawlessness that would try to prevail uh, even during this season. And, Lord, we decree that even as Jesus is a prince of peace, Lord, I decree peace in Seattle. Father, I decree peace 
in our major cities that are in an uprising across our nation tonight. And Father, I pray that there would be a uniting of the body of Christ as never before, because, Lord, where we unite, you command a blessing. And so, Lord, we're seeking the Father's blessing tonight, Lord, Father, over individuals, over homes and families. Father, let those that are called to the seven mountains of society, Father, realize that they don't have a second-rate calling or it's second best, Lord, but that you call and position those, Lord, to be influential in their spheres of influence. And so we decree that that shall even expand for them. Father, I even pray for Kaz tonight, Lord, even as he has made the airwaves uh, awaken to the new things that are happening within the church. Father, I decree that there shall be an expansion. And Kaz, I just see uh, some new... Uh, locations opening for you uh, in terms of an expanding of your voice uh, through uh, the broadcasts that you have, uh, that there'll be a multiplication, uh, even as in social media gets multiplied many times. I decree that for you tonight, Mm. that there'll be a social media expansion that will happen, Lord, and that will prevail with the voice of the Lord in this season of 2020, in Jesus' name. Wow, wow. Apostle Gail Sheehan. Amen. And uh, Candy McAlpine, how remarkable with uh, Christian International Ministries. Uh, Apostle Gail, thank you for investing some time in this broadcast and for speaking to the kids in Southern California. My listening friend, I hope you not only took this not only as a voice of authority, but also as a voice of consolation. Those are some of the callings that uh, Apostle Gail Sheehan has been given, and he wears them so well. So, uh, Apostle Gail, thank you for joining us uh, on this portion of Come Together San Diego. And uh, Candy, we're going to be introducing another uh, apostolic voice in this next half hour. I mean, this next hour. And it's going to be remarkable as well. And uh, so uh, are you game? Uh, First of all, uh, Apostle Gil Sheehan, thank you for joining us. And uh, Candy, are you game for the next hour? Amen. Bring it on. <laughs> okay. And my listening friend. All right. Thank you, Cass. <laughs> okay, Apostle. It's, it's a pleasure. Well, in the, in the, in the vo- we love you. <laughs> love you. In the voice of the prophetic uh, words of Candy McAlpine, we are going to, in the next segment, bring it on. So don't go away because we'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ San Marcos Poway and K29CR Encinitas. FM 106.1 North County. AM 1210 San Diego. K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. And I am back with Candy McAlpine. A, a, we would call her an, a, a prophetic teacher and a prophetic speaker. She And she's also a, a mom, a grandmom, and somebody who is a person who's a mom figure for a lot of people, not only in her area, but she travels all over the United States and people run up to her and they just give her the big old hug. And she forgets about social distancing at that point. She's just hugging everybody. <laughs> 
Everybody. So, Candy McAlpine, we kind of opened something up here, and look what you started by coming up with this idea. So, I'm going to hand it Yay. off to you. <laughs> I'm going to hand it off to you to introduce our next guest, and he will serve with us as long as he's willing to, even up to the end of uh, this hour. Uh, we'll see where this goes. You know, a long time ago, when God gave me this show, he said, you can write a script for it, but know that I'm going to breathe on it and change it around right from the very beginning. So after about the first or second word of this show, way back at the top of the hour, he's been changing things out and editing things around. So it's his show (laughs) very clearly and not ours, but I'm going to hand it to you, Candy McAlpine, to introduce our next uh, guest caller and uh, give a little bit of insight and let's hand the baton to this person and see where God stirs this person to go. Is that fair, Candy? That sounds great. So lay it on us, Candy. Okay. Uh, Next, we've got Apostle Vance Russell. He he is a Southern boy from Austin, Texas, born and bred there. Um, He was a very successful businessman. Uh, He was in the military. He was on the the, um, um, aircraft carriers. I think that's the right word. Uh, That was his job. Um, My husband flew onto a lot of those aircraft carriers during the Korean War. But Vance has a, has a full, rich life. His wife, Debbie, uh, is an amazing woman of God. They're an amazing team. They have a rise ministries there in Austin, a local congregation uh, for many years. Uh, Apostle Gail, I mean, Apostle Vance uh, oversees under uh, Apostle Gail the Christian International Churches and Ministries west of the Mississippi. Um, California is probably the, the biggest, um, the most number in comparison with some of the other states because they're smaller in sure. population. And it may be one but of the most has, heated as well, huh? Yes. <laughs> so do the, finish the introduction and let's get uh, uh, Apostle Vance to give us some insights, Candy. Okay. He has uh, he has the heart of a father, so if yes. he cries, it's okay. <laughs> so Apostle Vance, I'm, I'm just so excited that you're on today and you're going to talk to the body of Christ about, about character and uh, the heart of God. Well, thank you, Candy. I appreciate that. And thank you, Kaz. We appreciate uh, giving us the opportunity to speak on your radio program. It's a pleasure. Uh, I'm, I'm quite burdened over what's happening in our country. Uh, I'm quite burdened uh, with the uh, riots and the looting. I'm personally um, uh, okay with um, uh, peaceful protests, but when it comes to looting and all the other things that are going on, I, I get I'm, I'm, my indignation rises up, but we've been praying <laughs> that God would uh, balance this all out. And one of the things that we've been praying for quite some time now, our, our, one of our main callings in ministry is prayer. Uh, but we've been asking the Lord to reveal the deep state, and not just in Washington, D.C., but throughout America. And I do believe uh, he's doing just that. So, uh, you know, for our, from a prophetic perspective, um, I believe that uh, we hadn't seen hardly anything yet. My. Uh, there's, going to, there's going to be a lot more uh, issues that are going to come up. A lot of people are saying that 2020 was a, is a year of peace and safety, and we're saying that 2020 is a year of contention, that we have to contend that means we've got to fight. 
and we've got to stand for righteousness. And uh, one of my main uh, focuses is, uh, uh, or my main focus is on godly character. And um, I minister this. I've ministered it all over. I've been to Bermuda, London, uh, throughout America, California, Texas, Florida. And I've talked quite a bit about God, building a godly character. And one of the things that I've realized, and of course, I don't want to just dominate this conversation. I'm sure you'll, you guys will have some things you want to ask me, and I'm open for that. But one of the things that I've noticed um, in ministering all over the country and, and not all over the world, but in various places throughout the world, is that pastors have a tendency uh, to want to talk about all of the positives, and they won't go into what really builds the person, the individual. And, you know, I say this quite a bit with uh, our church, that we're not here to build a cathedral. We're here to build the individual. We're here to invest in people, not in trying to gain the finances so that we can build a big building so we can feel good about ourselves. So uh, building a godly character is extremely, extremely important. And I, I've got a few quotes that I'd like to share with you. And, and if you have any questions, please, I'm open. But to settle for anything less than a godly character is to miss the point of the Christian experience. See, building a godly character is Christianity 101. It's the basics of Christianity. Ephesians 4.13 in the New International Version says this, Become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Wow. So, therefore, developing in the character of Christ is the believer's most significant mission. And I, I love this statement. I, 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 I'm, it just blows my mind. Jesus made it quite clear in his Sermon on the Mount that eternal rewards in heaven will be based on the godly character that we develop and demonstrate here on earth. So, you know, we all have this idea that at the point of the rapture, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have this uh, beautiful. Uh, we're gonna have a godly character. We're gonna have all of these wonderful things that are gonna come upon us when we transition into immortality. But the thing that Jesus says is that we need to build our godly character while we're here on this earth. Oh my yes. So my, my. we've got we got to work about that, Cass. We got to go to work on that. We've got to. We've got to talk about what what it is that uh, you know that building a godly character is all about, and and um, I, I, I quote a lot of this from Bishop Bill Hammond's book, The Prophetic Pitfalls and Principles. Now, in that book, uh, he has a, a just about a chapter. It's not quite. It's about fifteen twenty pages, something like that. But he talks about something that he calls the 10 M's and the 10 M's um, is something that we need to fine tune in our lives. And I say that 
these ten M's are character building blocks for us. Oh my! Before we get into the ten M's, because we've got a commercial break here, you did a okay. very nice job, Apostle uh, Vance Russell, on setting the stage for this. And so we're going to be di- diving into that into the next segments and beyond. But Candy, I know you're probably taking notes of some things you want to ask. Uh, uh, Apostle Vance Russell as well, but also give some of your insights. And we have not forgotten about that because you're not a guest, uh, Candy. You are a co-host. So in the next segments, I'm going to give you more, more freedom to actually do the lead the interview. I know it's hard with Mr. Mouth over here, Kaz, to, to not to, to not uh, give color commentary. But we're going to do that as best. Help, pray for me, my listening friends. Pray for me. <laughs> because okay. we're we're, okay. we're 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 digging into some hefty stuff here, and yeah, the, the the topic is really important because we are not in we're not looking forward to the end times. We are in the thick of it now, and God's yeah, got man. plans because you know what the enemy has plans to destroy God's plans, but God's got plans on top of those plans to, to destroy That's His right. plans against our plans. It's, it seems right. convoluted, but it isn't. And uh, you know, I here I am. Uh, words, but uh, fortunately we have apostolic and prophetic voices along with me in this program to set me straight, which we will do (laughs) when Candy McAlpine and Apostle Vance Russell and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And I am back with Candy McAlpine, a prophetic teacher, and so much more. And we have a guest as well. I'm going to have her reintroduce this guest in just a moment. But we've opened a floodgate of content right now, and I'm going to have them deal with it not only through this segment, which is about 10 minutes or 11 minutes in length, but also for the remainder of the show to the top of the hour. Uh, Unfortunately, that's when uh, this broadcast ends, or else we would go on ad infinitum. But now I'm just yeah, going to read this. So, Candy, here I'm going to set this up and let you ask. I'm going to let you handle the interview for this entire segment, if you'd be so kind. And I will forewarn you when we get close to the commercial break. But let me just start with a scripture. Okay. One of the things that uh, that Apostle uh, Vance Russell said was, you know, we, we the church, God says he's going to build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But sometimes we get complacent and we think, you know, we, we like the way our churches, our, ourselves, our body is uh, structured right now. We don't need to make any changes. But God looks at it and he goes, as if using a, a boat or a ship vernacular, you're not seaworthy. You're not really ready to handle the difficulties that are going to be coming your way. And the time is at hand right now, and God wants us to properly prepare. Let me give you a scripture, and I'm going to hand it over to Candy McAlpine and also uh, Apostle Vance Russell to uh, speak into this, because we have the whole uh, till the top of the hour to deal with these things, because these things are very important. It's no time for complacency. It's time for discovering what your calling is and listening to the Lord and being obedient. But here's the scripture, and then I'm going to hand it off to Candy. Candy McAlpine. I'm taking this from the Gospel of Luke, around Luke 14, beginning around, oh, 28 or so. And uh, Jesus says, now, if you intend to, uh, to build a building, he uses a tower as an analogy, but it could be any building. He says, uh, don't you first sit down and you come up with the cost and make sure that you have what is necessary to finish the building, lest you will continue and then you will run out of funds and everybody will mock you. 
Well, it's time right now for us to discover the funds and allow God to help us in the building of this wonderful church, and we are part of that church, and it's important for us to be obedient as co-builders of his church, and at least the part that we play is the the, the stone the stone uh, ware that c- comes alongside the uh, the the center stone Jesus Christ. So we have some work to do, and no building uh, can be built without excavation. And there are some excavations that need to take place in the body of Christ, and not even over, not even generally in the body of Christ. In you, my listening friend, and me. So, Candy, I'm going to hand it to you. You guys take the helm, and you maybe have nine, eight or nine minutes of this segment and everything thereon to the top of the hour. Candy McAlpine! Thank you, Kaz. Uh, I'm sure Apostle Vance will, he's already mentioning it in a way, but Bishop Bill Hammond's newest book, Your Highest Calling, I think is one of the most imperative books for the body of Christ today. And in it, he gives from his 65 years of ministry the, the wisdom and the understanding of everything we encounter in life, and that the main purpose is to conform us to the image of Christ, yes. which is a, a value of character. And, you know, some some may ask, and Vance, I would say this to you, playing as a devil's advocate, why character? Why can't we just do what we want to do? Oh. You know, there are some in the body of Christ who, uh, they don't want to be told that they need to change in any way. They want to do things, you know, I come to church on Sunday, I pay my tithe, I, I work for the church, I do this, I do that. So why are you trying to make me into something that I may not want to be? So why character, Apostle Van? Wow, what a question. Yeah, and, and Candy, the, the thing about it, just because you go to church, you read your Bible, because you pray, you give your tithing, those things don't make you a Christian. What Amen. makes you a Christian what makes you a Christian is your relationship with Jesus Christ. So you you can do all of those things and you know I I contend with the scripture that said, but Lord, I cast out devils in your name, and I (laughs) prophesied in your name. What do you mean you don't know me? And the Lord says, I don't know you. Now, when you look up that word know, it's the word that relates to a relationship that a husband and wife has. There's an intimacy that we have to get in with the Lord. And the closer we get to the Lord, the more he's going to begin to do a deep work in our hearts and talk to us about issues that destroy godly character. Candy? So I, wanted, I wanted to share this one thing that um, Bishop Bill Hammond says. Uh, he talks about the teniums, and the teniums are this, manhood, and of course I put womanhood in there because I don't want women to think they're not important. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> message <Thank you. laughs> and motive and methods and money and marriage, morality, maturity, Ministry and manners, manners, these are all godly uh, issues that emerge through our lifetime. And the, the issue is, you know, we want to say, well, I want all of these 10 M's working in my life. And I say that when I, I went to the to Bishop and I asked him, can I take these 10 M's and expand them into a workbook? He said, I could, and I've labeled it now, Keys to a Transform Life. And I go around teaching a workshop on these 10 M's, 
But you have to realize in the midst of ministering these 10 M's, I went through my own dimension or realm of deliverance. And the Lord one day told me, he said, hey, I want to talk to you about the money issue. And I said, okay. And he began to talk to me about some issues that I had because prior to being a pastor, I was a businessman for 25 years. So I viewed everything from a monetary perspective. And the Lord told me, he said, I want you to hear me and and I want you to understand that what I'm wanting you to do is diametrically opposite of that. And I'm gonna. I want to do a work in your heart with that. And I said, Well, Lord, you go right ahead. And He did that work. But the the key issue is that Bishop says that all of these ten M's that I just uh, conveyed uh, build a rigid type of righteousness in us. And He is very clear on this rigid type of righteousness. And I guess the the thing that I want to get across in the midst of building a godly character, you know, we we're, we're a microwave generation, right? I mean, we as a, as a society, we want everything right now. I mean, we can't even have we can't even boil hot water anymore. We have to have a spigot on the sink that we touch and hit, and <laughs> hot water automatically comes out. You know, so we're a microwave generation. But our God is a slow cooker. <laughs> He cooks things slow, and he tenderizes, and he seasons, and and all of these ten M's. You know, we want to say, Lord, I want them right now, and God says, You'll have them at my time, not your That's time. Right. So He'll begin mm-hmm. to work these things in us, but we have to be cognizant that these things exist, and He wants to work manhood, ma- message, motive, and methods, and money, and Ooh. marriage, morality, maturity, ministry, and, and manners. What happened to manners? What happened to yes, Amen. ma'am, no, sir? What what happened to them, Candy? Wow, Candy. Yeah, it, that was you know something that I, that I was not raised with, but I knew I knew in my heart that the grandparents that I had that had so much influence in my life that they had something that I didn't experience in the very difficult childhood and the family that, that I was in. But something I found in raising our own show, our daughters, that they were taught that, that they went into a school system that that wasn't even a consideration. So it's like something that is a value and is a biblical characteristic have been negated along with prayer, along with Bible reading. I prayed every day in school. I wasn't a Christian, but I still prayed. In my classroom, um, this is this is part of the culture that that has has ebbed away, and I can't go blame blame it on the devil. Blame it on the devil. My. No, the church. We we made a choice, and I think it's I rooted and and Vamp, please speak to this. I think it's rooted in the character of individuals. I'm not looking at the church or the leadership of the church. I'm looking at the individual Christians that we began to lay aside things of character when we laid aside prayer in schools, when we laid aside uh, not just going to church on Sunday, but a life seven days a week of walking with Jesus Christ, of being people of the Word, of raising up our children in the admonition of the Lord, all 
all in that arena. I mean, we could go on for hours and hours. Well, you know, we, you know we will go on for another 30 minutes or so, but I've got to take a commercial break. A well, okay. well-posed question, and I'm going to ask Apostle Vance Russell to attend to that in our next segment. My listening friend, I hope you're, this is, we're getting fresh manna here. Time to pay close attention, maybe even take notes on this. And uh, Apostle Vance Russell and my co-interviewer, Candy McAlpine, uh, we've got much more to serve up, and I hope you've got your plate ready to be served upon, because it's going to be a delicious meal when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. My name is Jim Garlow. Two things. First one negative, second one positive. Negatively, if we saw the condition of our nation, we would all be in prayer. Positively, if we could see what God could do with our nation, we'd all be in prayer. Come together, San Diego, with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And I am back. Oh, but I'm not alone. Oh, no. Not only does the Lord say, I will never leave you or forsake you, but also for this hour, which ends at the top of this hour, then I I would say that Candy McAlpine will not forsake me, nor will Apostle Vance Russell, because, Candy, you you, uh, set the stage for a wonderful question about character issues and how God wants to build those into our lives, and we were just about ready to hand the baton over to uh, Apostle Vance uh, Russell. But before you actually... uh, restate that question about the character issues being built or rebuilt into our lives, Candy and uh, Apostle Vance. Would you give a website? Because that's one of the things we've talked about, but we haven't really given people uh, uh, an actual uh, HTTP uh, to uh, actually find out about these things. So, uh, uh, Apostle Vance, would you give a website address for that so people can actually dig in and find out about not only your book, but also the uh, the other books of uh, Bishop Bill Hammond and other things as well? Would you be so kind? And then I'm going to have uh, Candy revoice her question and give you guys this segment to answer. Sure. Uh, our website is www.ariseministries.com. And will they be able to find that stuff there, Bishop? Uh, Excuse me, Apostle. They, they, they have, uh, I have a couple of books in there. I have one book called Victory Through Gates. I have another book called uh, The Kingdom. And if there's also an email in there, if they have any questions, they can email it to me, and then I can get them back the information they need. And also uh, Bishop uh, Hammond's books and writings as well? Christian International is where you would need to go for that. I think it's www.christianinternational.com. Dot org. Very good. Now, Candy, my, my co-host, why don't you restate the, the question about character issues being needed to be developed or redeveloped, and I'm going to give you and uh, uh, Apostle Vance Russell the stage. Well, I initially, you know, I was thinking back over my Christian walk, and, and I don't remember even before I was saved, all those years before in a traditional American church, I, I never heard anything discussed about character. And it's only been in the last uh, number of years because it was something that became important to me as God redeemed, healed, saved, and delivered me from my life of sin 
that that character. And also, my husband had a lot to do with it. And I won't take the time for that, but he, you know, he was such a man of character that uh, I was I was drawn to that. And so that's been something that's been a priority in our ministry was the character of an individual. I would not, I wouldn't have someone come to minister unless I knew them, unless we were in relationship and I knew their character. It's not about the anointing. God cares more about our character than he does about our anointing. But it, it's, I think it's, it's, a, it's a now word for the body of Christ. And my question, you know, again, Apostle Vance was, you know, why character? I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate because I'm sure that's what the enemy would say. <laughs> yes. What's character? That's not important. Why shouldn't we just do our little thing? Well stated. Well, Proverbs 17.3 in the New King James Version says, The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. Mm. The Lord tests the heart. And then in First Chronicles 29.17 in the New King James Version, it says, I know also, my God, that you test the heart and have pleasure in righteousness or mm. a brightness, awesome. a brightness. So, you know, these scriptures point to something that is extremely important, and we skim over it. It's like it's like we read scriptures in the Bible. Have you ever read a scripture in the Bible a hundred times, and then all of a sudden, the hundred and first time you read it, something popped out Amen. at you, and you went, oh, my God. Well, that's what I never is. saw that before. <laughs> yeah, it, we've done it a million times, and this is what happens uh, when we start thinking about godly character. Had the police officer that that did the thing that he did with that that young black gentleman had a godly character, the results might have been much different. We've got to get this into our society. We've got to be driven by something other than adrenaline and other than uh, the natural uh, bend of what society's feeding us. We have to be driven by the Holy Spirit. We have to allow God to deposit His nature in us so that we can show love and tenderness. But now, don't get me wrong, you know, I'm a man of love and tenderness, but uh, I can get in your, you know, I can talk pretty serious if I need to. So, but the issue is that's all part of love and also tough love. You you know, it's both both areas. So I think we have to um I think we have to recognize that. Don't you think, Candy? Absolutely. I think it's you know, because it's so important to me and I still have people and I'll use one of your colloquialisms that look look at me like a cap at a new gate. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, it's it not, it's not it's not spiritual enough. It doesn't look spiritual to people. Well, and that's the point. It's Christianity 101. It's simply it's just simply the gospel, and that's mm-hmm. that's the key. And you know what we what we spend our time in right now is what's the what's the shiniest object that we can find. Well, let me say oh, this: because just because something shiny doesn't make it gold. Mm-mm. So you got to be careful, and you know we've got to walk in discernment. We ought to blend discernment in with all of this. But I wanted to share this with you. If we hope to share to shine brightly, okay, during these dark times, do you agree we're living in the end time? Amen. 
We're right in the middle of it. It's it's incredible. Yes, we, we have to embrace a godly character. But how do we model it? You know, how do we model a godly character? How how can what we've been taught and what we've learned and what the Holy Spirit's spoken to us, how can we then blend it into a presentation that the world can see? It's not by talking about it. It's not about preaching it, and we can't turn it into some kind of an evangelistic tool. And we certainly are not going to be able to transition the world into becoming, or the nation of America into becoming a godly character if the saints of the living God don't practice it. My. Would you repeat that? What, what a word of wisdom there. This is a, a word from a man with an apostolic and prophetic bent, and it's, uh, it's hewn specifically for you, my listening friend. Would you repeat that thought? That's remarkable. Sure. We, how are we going to model a godly character? Uh, we can't model it by talking about it. We can't, we can't model it by preaching. We can't model it by turning it into some evangelistic tool. We, we can, and we can't expect the nation to get it if, as saints, we don't live it. <laughs> Candy? We have, and part of that, it, I think it's important—go ahead, Ben— it, it has to come out of us, you guys, and it, and you know we just because you go to church. I, you know, I, I tell people in my church all the time. You know, we call our our chairs pews, right? Well, you know why we call them pews, right? Because they stink. Well, I knew that was coming. <laughs> why did I know that was coming? <laughs> Candy, uh, last thoughts in this segment, and then we're going to... I, I want to not only expand on this, but the last segment of the show, it goes so fast, ladies and gentlemen, but I want a little bit of time for both Candy McAlpine, a prophetic uh, voice and thinker and minister, and um, also uh, Apostle Vance Ru- Russell. I want them to give words over California in particular in the last segment. But uh, parting thoughts in this segment, Candy McAlpine? Well, it's something that everything in the apostolic and the prophetic is built on relationships. And it's in the relationship with one another that we, our character comes through. Doesn't, mm. My husband always said, you know, it only takes about six months before people to really know you, know your strengths, <laughs> know your weaknesses. And that's just reality. And with character, we know. Yes, there is discernment, and I appreciate that. But there's also the reality of who we are is, is going to be clear. And if we aren't pursuing, that's not talking perfection, that's not talking control or manipulation. This is the reality of the heart of God and the character of Christ that he walked this earth in the example he gave that we can be that too as we are conformed to the image of Christ. Wow, wow. Uh, Apostle uh, Vance Russell, would you and uh, Candy McAlpine uh, use that to begin the next segment? But I'd like for us to end with words that God has given you about the state in which we broadcast right now, uh, uh, California, but we're also from San Diego. So would you be so kind as to be dwelling on that during the commercial break and come on back with the Pistols loaded, symbolically speaking, or Bibles burgeoning, one of the two. I think the Bibles burgeoning is a safer (laughs) phrase these days. Anyway, don't go away, because good stuff is coming soon to a broadcast near you when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. 
Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And I am back, and uh, the top of the hour loometh. In a, in a very real way, not only the top of the hour loometh, but the the, uh, the close of the age loometh as well. And so the, the, the message that we want to get uh, out to you, my listening friend, as I have my co-host, Kenny McAlpine, a prophetic uh, teacher and uh, speaker with me, uh, but also we have on with us a remarkable man. He goes by Vance Russell or Apostle Vance Russell, we kind of set the stage about uh, character issues and how God wants to build these things in. It's you know the passivity, uh, the time of passiv- passivity in a church environment has passed. Let me just say Amen. that it is time for us Amen. to discover our calling, but not only discover it, be. Uh, motivated to act within it, because these are the times when we've been called for. You read scripture, you go, uh, those are really nice. No, but those are now. You need to be ready for this. So I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. you uh, Kenny McAlpine, to put a close on the sentence, or this, the, the topic that we talked about is God building the, the uh, specific character in, in believers' lives, and also you, Apostle Vance Russell. But after you do this, let's jump on into words for California, and some, you know, as God closes the page on one development project in you, my listening friend, he's going to say, okay, now I'm going to activate that. So you, now you know the difference between the building, the dedication of the building, and the use of the building is very short. And so God wants to conclude this work and to dedicate the building, and you're off and running. So, Candy, why don't you put a, a, a closing touch on the whole idea of God building character? Because we want to get into how that might apply to people in California. And I know uh, Apostle uh, Vance Russell has insights on that as well. Before you do, Candy, give a website for you. People can find out more about the amazing Candy McAlpine. Uh, org, and you can contact me any of our I do the training of the uh, prophetic uh, manuals and activations that are have gone around half a million people around the world have been trained and activated and um, I won't take the time call me talk about it you can look online on Christian International but contact me Facebook uh, uh, Messenger and or the website. Very good, Candy McAlpine. Uh, finish a, a, a summary statement about the character issues God is building into our listening friends here, and also um, Apostle Vance Russell. And then I want you both to be prolific as you can in the time remaining about what's going on in California and the role that each Californian must be prepared to play. So uh, start us out with a character uh, summary, uh, Candy McAlpine, and then also Apostle Vance Russell. Well, I'm gonna, this is going to blend with uh, my soapbox, and those that know me know <laughs> what that soapbox is. And that is that California is the key to the nation. I began to prophesy it about seven years ago that we were the key, and I know I could feel the opposition from from people like, who do you think you are? You know, as as California goes, so goes the nation. Well, other states have said the same thing. Well, God gave sure. me that, that specific revelation that California was the key to this nation, and what was to happen. And we held a responsibility. And about four years after Cindy Jacobs down in, in Camarillo at, at Jubilee Church, Steve Dittmar, uh, she prophesied, California is the key to the nation. And many of you in San Diego um, in November when Chuck Pierce was here, he was in San Diego and then he was at uh, Santa Maria Healing Room. 
and both those places, he prophesied that California is the key to the nation. And it's all about character because we have not, you know, our, our character, <laughs> let me say, has not been the greatest. My. And God has heard our prayers, intercession, intercessors. There has been a building of intercession over the last 25 years that it's in a better place than it's ever been. But God is dealing with the heart of California and our character because our character and, and the righteousness and the holiness that he's told us we have to have is what will, it, what will shift the rest of the nation. We are here as the golden state, which represents his glory. I live in the San Joaquin Valley that feeds um, a huge percentage of the world in the natural. We are to do that in the spirit. So there's a huge, uh, I don't call it a burden, I call it a, an opportunity for us to be redeemed as a state and as a people and as a church. And um, that will impact not only the United States of America, but that will go beyond that. So the, the character issue that we have to deal with individually and corporately and the intercession that is pushing us toward that place and taking our place on our knees is will shift the rest of the nation. My California uh, prayer network um prayer call every Friday at noon, anybody's welcome, you can get the number off of my Facebook, uh, is, is, is passionate believers of all nationalities. It's not huge. It's not meant to be that way. It's a place to be, um, trying to think with how Jesse Becky would make it, keep it simple, keep it strong, that we're not doing this or that. All we do, all we do is pray. All we do is pray as Californians. And we even have people from other states that are coming on the call to pray yes. for California. So that. That combined, to me, is is the key in the word over California for us to receive, not in pride, not in arrogance, but in humility, that we are the key to what's happening now. We are the key to this nation and the greatest awakening that we've ever experienced. My, my, my. And my listening friend, you'd have to know if you're a Californian that California has the the, the possibility to, to be the most bountiful state. I mean, up and down the state, bountiful in the natural. But yeah. God's saying, first, yeah. that which is natural, but also that which is spiritual. We need to be a bountiful spiritual state as well. And that's where character development comes in. And Apostle Vance Russell, closing words from you to encourage us about where we are in California, because this is one of your uh, one of the hot points in your ministry calling as well. So uh, would you be so kind to do that, uh, Apostle Vance Russell? Yes, and Kaz, if I might, I'd like to start off with a word from the Lord to you. And I heard the word that Apostle Gil gave you, but I want to expand that a bit. Uh, I heard the Lord say that, son, after the broadcasts are over and all of the talking's finished and you're in your car and you're all by yourself and you're going home, the Lord says, I'm with you and I'm going to do a great and mighty work in you and through you in the days to come. And the Lord also, Mm -hmm. I I just felt so strongly while Miss Candy was was speaking that rather than talk about character over California, I want to pray. And if you'd give me permission to be able to do that, Kaz. Oh, I give you permission, and I give you three whole minutes. That's when the show (laughs) has to end. I'm sorry about that, uh, Apostle and and Candy. Unfortunately, we have to live by the clock here. And uh, there you go. We really... 
we've really enjoyed this time with you. And, Lord, I, I just pray for the whole state of California. And, yes. Father, I've come before your throne about this state over and over and over again. And I keep sensing so strongly that you're about to do something profound uh, in yes. this uh, wonderful golden state. But, Lord, I also hear and I feel so strongly that you're going to reveal the deep state in that in that area. And there's going to be violence and there's going to be things that are going to happen in the streets that we would prefer never to happen. But they're going to happen in order to reveal the darkness that's uh, that's in that state. And, Lord, I know by the spirit that there are witches and warlocks and there's uh, the occult that's working deeply uh, within that state. And, God, I say you expose them and bring them all into the kingdom. I declare it now in Jesus' name. And I pray over California, and I know that there have been many prophecies about the success in, uh, of California, and there have been many moves of God, i.e. Azusa mm-hmm. and on and on. But, Lord, what we're seeing is a tsunami of your spirit mm-hmm. coming that's going to surpass everything that's ever happened in this state and in this nation, and it's going to literally overtake us, God. And I just ask that you would get us all prepared for that great move of the spirit that's about to happen and put us in proper alignment so that we will be men and women after your own heart. Mm. And Lord, if we're Mm. after your own heart, then we know that we're going to open our lives up for you to come in and work deeply within us to build that godly character in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Apostle Vance Russell of a Christian international and, uh, overseeing the, the the body of Christ from your perspective, from Mississippi River to usward. And we appreciate that very much in California. Amen. And my listening friend, you know, we're going to have to end the show in a moment or two. But I, on behalf of uh, Christian International, and in particular right now, uh, Vance Russell and his investment in, in, in California, uh, we appreciate that, uh, Apostle uh, Vance very much and Candy McAlpine how remarkable so it's about time for us to go away and thank you for the insights my dear sweet uh, guest and co-host uh, it, what a remarkable <laughs> couple hours Candy and I uh, really don't see this as the close of a broadcast we see this as the beginning of the fullness Amen. of your calling which is inspired Amen. by God so my listening friend there's some uh, adjustments that God wants all of us to make let's make those quickly so that we can be called upon to do his bidding in these important and vital days. And uh, let, let me just say that the Apostle Vance Russell and Candy McAlpine and Kaz said amen. So shall we say amen? L- ladies amen. and gentlemen, amen. <laughs> it's about time for us to go, but go with, uh, with an awareness that God is in the process of adjusting you beyond your imagination, and it's all good. So, uh, Candy, yes, thank you is. so much, and uh, uh, Apostle uh, Vance, thank you so much. My listening friend, thank you, and see you again next week. God bless you. Thanks.
for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise.